You're listening to the Online Marketing Made Easy Podcast, episode number 229. Welcome to the Online Marketing Made Easy Podcast. Business advice so easy, you'll feel like you're cheating. And now your host, Amy Porterfield. Well, hey there. Welcome back to another episode of the Online Marketing Made Easy Podcast. I'm your host, Amy Porterfield. And as always, thank you so much for being here. I know you have a lot of choices when it comes to podcasts, so I'm so glad that you are tuning in today. Now, you all know that I love hearing from each and every one of you. And this week, I'm giving a shout out to Traveling Wild Woman. I mean, come on, can the name get any better? So Traveling Wild Woman left me a review in iTunes. This is what she wrote. This is my new favorite podcast to listen to on my morning walk. Amy has great energy and easy, actionable steps that really break everything down for us. I've implemented many of her tips and business finally feels fun again. Thank you. Well, thank you, traveling wild woman. I love to hear that business feels fun again. I mean, that's where we want to get to or get back to. So thanks for reminding all of us that it can be fun. And thank you for being a part of my community. And for all of you who have left me a review on iTunes, I want to let you know that I read all of them and you might just get a personal shout out on the show as well. So thanks so much. Okay, so today we're going to talk about the power of using a PS strategy in your business. You know the PS I'm talking about, right? If you're old school like me, then you definitely have written those long letters, handwritten letters, and at the end, you had a little PS. So I used to have a boyfriend in high school. I was a senior. He was a few years older than me, and he was in the military. And he got stationed in Okinawa, Japan for six months while we were dating. And so I wrote him a handwritten letter almost every day. Ugh, gotta love young love, right? And in every single letter, I put a P.S. I love you. Oh, come on. It's almost embarrassing to admit how many letters I wrote this guy. And so, but I never miss the PS. It's an important part, right? Well, today in the digital age and definitely within the online marketing community, that PS and the strategy behind it has a powerful place in our marketing efforts. And that's exactly what we're going to dive into today. The power of the PS strategy. Now, speaking of strategy, do you have a solid strategy for growing your email list? If we're talking about the PS, and we all know that PS goes in those emails we're writing to our ideal customer avatar, do you have people to send emails to? Okay, so let's get to it, this PS strategy. My copywriter, Rai Schwartz, taught me about the PS strategy. So he once told me, there is no such thing as a benign email that doesn't have a goal that isn't trying to do something. Now, when Rye says goal, he doesn't mean a goal of trying to sell something in every single email you send, but he is saying that what we should be selling in every email are micro conversions. And these micro conversions will help to set up the sale down the road. 
So let me first define micro-conversion, and then we'll talk strategy. Rye defines a micro-conversion as the messaging that speaks to your audience's beliefs, to their understanding of something, or their thoughts around something. And these micro-conversions can also provide valuable motivation and insights to your reader. So this messaging, like the copy in your emails or even the words you use in your podcast or what you put on social media, this kind of messaging around micro-conversions allows you to coach this conversion from point A, so your first interaction and all those that follow, to point B, which is this person eventually becoming a paying customer. So I'm going to get into it more. If it still doesn't make sense to you, it will. I'm going to bring it all to light in a moment here. But I wanted to let you know that I take Rise concept of micro-conversions one step further. I see micro-conversions as mini actions. So either physical actions like clicking on a link and doing something like watching a video, and once you're watching that video, you might have a thought shift or get valuable insight to make you understand something in a new way or change your belief, or a mental action like reading something and then realizing, oh, you want to think of it different, or you have a new thought or you're changing the way you are approaching something. So when I think micro-conversions, I think, yes, it's messaging, but it's also getting somebody to take action in a different way, whether it be a physical action like clicking a link or a mental action like changing the way you're thinking. So I think micro-conversions and actions go hand in hand. I'll get to that a little bit more as we get going as well. So let me share an example of a micro-conversion that I learned from Rye. So I thought this one was brilliant and I use it in some of my marketing. Okay, so this micro-conversion would speak to someone who might be hung up on the fact that they've spent a lot of money in buying online courses and then not following through and completing them. So let's say they come to my website and they're thinking about buying my course, but they have a lot of shame around the fact that they have a lot of courses they still haven't finished. So I might say in an email, one thing I've learned over the years is not to let my past failings dictate what's going to happen in my future. Maybe you've spent money on a course or a coaching program and you didn't actually finish the course. You didn't get to the finish line. Yes, that is part of your history and you've learned from it. But making an investment in yourself today is your fresh start, your time to do things differently, your time to create the business you love. Okay, so if I wrote that in an email, it would basically be a micro-conversion where I am looking to change how they feel about a current situation. Now, I could take it one step further and say, click this link to watch my video about my own story of how I finally started getting to the finish line of courses that I purchased. So now I'm getting them to change their thought around it, but I'm getting them to click a link as well. The more actions you get your audience to take, the more trust there's going to be there. So I get them to click a link and, and take that one step further. That's how I like to do my micro conversions. And as I read that, did you see how I addressed the need for the reader to 
forgive themselves so that they can move on. This is something that came from Rye, and it's just so brilliant. He said, you often have to take a moment to help your potential student or potential client forgive themselves for things that haven't worked for them in the past. Because if they're coming to you for a solution, they've likely tried other things that have failed, and you need to address that and help them forgive themselves and move on from that. If they change their mindset around the shame of, let's say, buying too many courses and not completing them, they have just made a micro-conversion. They essentially converted or changed the way they think and feel. And what's important to remember is that this is not a one-and-done thing. This is a journey you are taking your reader or your listener on, and you're going to continue to do this throughout everything you do. Now, I alluded to this already, but let me explain how Rise Microconversion definition ties into what I'm talking about here with the PS strategy. As you can see, Rise Microconversion strategy will help you to convert how your reader or your listener thinks. It guides them to making decisions differently. The PS Microconversion strategy is where you take that and what I'll call, let's say, the thought and decision-making micro-conversion, and you make it actionable. You get your reader or listener to click on something to, let's say, go watch a video or to go listen to a podcast episode or to reply back to the email or to send you a DM answering a question or to download a freebie, whatever it might be. You are taking that micro conversion of changing their mindset, but also making it actionable by getting them to do something physical, like click a link and go do something. So why is it called the PS strategy? Because a lot of people just skim through emails, especially long promotional emails. But if you get good about teasing something really great at the end of your emails in the PS, they will likely click through. So there are rarely emails that I send out, especially promotional emails that do not include a PS, but I do it with my emails that I send every single week, encouraging you to check out my latest podcast. I often include a PS in there as well. And you can bet if you are on my email list and you got an email about this episode, there was a really good PS. So this is where you've got to use some really good copy. It doesn't have to just be a one-liner either. It can even be a few sentences like, P.S., if you just skimmed this whole email and jumped to the P.S., here's what you need to know. I've got a video. It's going to teach you X, Y, Z. So click here to watch it now. So if your email was all about a free video you just created, and maybe you worked a micro-conversion in there to change their mindset or thought around something that was holding them back, now in the PS, you say, I've got a video, it's going to teach you how to move past XYZ, and click here to go watch it now. So we're adding action with this idea of a decision-making or a thought-provoking micro-conversion. So I like to add the two. So, you know, I like to really get into the details. So let me make a couple things clear about these two types of micro-conversions. I call them part one, which is the rye micro-conversion that I explained, and part two, which is adding the action to it. So part one and part two, 
go hand in hand. If you haven't been coaching them through their limiting beliefs or providing insights and motivation along the way, that's part one, they're not going to always click on the PS, the actionable microconversion, which is part two. So part one helps us to build trust with our audience so they take action in part two. It's like if they were reading the email and I was addressing some limiting belief they had. If I did a good job in the copy to get them to think, yeah, that could be holding me back. Yeah, that's another way to look at it, such as, okay, I need to forgive myself for purchasing products I've never finished. I I can let that go. That's part of my past. If I get them to kind of start shaking their head throughout the email, and then the PS says, or the PS kind of has a feeling of, now that we've moved past that, I wouldn't say it that way, let's take action. Let's move forward. Watch this video about XYZ so that I can help you get the results you're looking for. See how the two go hand in hand? So important. And one more thing I want to add Of course, the PS is at the bottom of the email, and I'm encouraging you all to start using it more strategically. But I also like to choose one single call to action, whether it be click here to download this freebie, click here to watch this video, click here to sign up for this webinar, whatever it might be. I always put it in the PS, but I always, in addition to that, include it in the body of the email. So if there's one call to action in every email I send, because it's not always selling, let's just say I want you to go click and listen to my podcast, I'm going to mention that once or twice in the email copy, and then always again in the PS. A call to action in your email should not only show up once in the PS. So I wanted to be really clear about that as well. Okay, so let's keep going. Let's break this down. I want you to begin using both of these types of micro conversions right away. So here's what you need to do. Number one, when you create your email copy, be intentional about including consistent thought or motivation or insight or coaching throughout your copy. Remember, this builds trust and will prime your audience to take action when you ask them to. So how will you know how to write this copy? Because you should know how to put yourself in your ideal customer's shoes and speak to their struggle or need. Write like you'd talk to them if they were standing right in front of you. You know that I always say we should all become a student of copywriting. Coming up in a few weeks, I'm going to talk more about copy and how to really hone in on your copy skills. So we'll get to that in a few weeks. But number one point here is that I want you to be mindful of your copy. Are you adding those thought and decision-making micro-conversions in your copy? This might be something new to you, but I want you to think about that. And the easiest way to do it is to think about the obstacles and the challenges that your ideal customer avatar faces every day address those and give them a different way to approach it or look at it or help them forgive themselves for any shame, embarrassment, or frustration they might have about their past stuff that hasn't worked for them. Okay, so first copy, we got to think about that. Number two, always give your audience something to do next. Click here to watch this video. Click here to download a worksheet. Click here to listen to my latest podcast or sign up for my latest webinar. By doing this, This is important. So if you're um, micro, I was going to say if you're micro converting, I didn't mean that. If you are multitasking, come back to me. This part's important. If you ask them to take an action, a simple thing like click this link to watch a video that's free, you are doing two things. Number one, they are beginning to take action when you ask them to. That's important. And number two, 
that is leading to trust. So as long as what's on the other end of that click is good and valuable, they're going to continue to do what you're encouraging them to do. Now, imagine if you did this for a while and then you sent a promotional email and you asked them to click something to go check out your latest product. They're more likely to click it because they know from months past, every time they click a link of yours, they get value. So that's why I like to add this actionable piece of the idea of a micro conversion. But this will only work if you only send them somewhere that gives them value. So be mindful here. Don't tell them to click here and you send them to something that's a waste of time or too difficult for them to take action with right away. You must always send them to really good content, but you know that. So I'm wasting my time, right? This is something you would always do. I got your number. I know that you value content, so we can move on from that. So the beauty of having them click on a link that sends them somewhere free, like a video or a PDF download or something helpful, is that it's a low commitment for them. You're not asking for any money or any big commitment, so they're more likely to do it. Believe me, this will work in your favor when you're making a bigger play for what's behind that link, like when you start promoting and doing email promotions to get them to buy. So that's why I think this is so important. Once you've built this trust and a relationship with them, and then they go through a webinar and you're asking them to click through to your sales page, they trust you already. You're not building trust during a promotion. This is so huge. I'm getting on my soapbox. But when you think about email marketing, the trust should be built with your original free valuable content so that when you do promote, It is never a conversation of building trust then. You already have it. So that's why it's so important that I tell all of you, I want you to be building your email list every single day, and I want you to be creating original content every single week. That means you're blogging, podcasting, or doing a video on your video platform like YouTube or on your blog every single week. You choose one. And then you're emailing your list every single week with a link to that original valuable content, because that is where you are creating relationship and trust. So when it's time to promote, now it's all about what you have for them. Now it's all about you solving their problems and transforming their lives and giving them something that they really need that they will pay for. And you don't have to work hard at earning their trust because you've already shown up for that. Pretty cool, right? That's why The entrepreneurs that succeed online are those that are in it for the long haul. That's why those people that are looking to get rich quick fast never are around next year or the year after that because they fizzled out because that trust never stays. Building trust during a promotion is not the game you want to play. And that's why I get so passionate about these micro conversions, both part one and two, the thought and decision-making transformations that you're going to build in your copy and also getting people to take action and trusting you through what's on the other end of that click. Okay, I'm stepping down from the soapbox. I get very passionate about this stuff. We are moving on. So let me leave you with one last thought. People, including you and me, love to be told what to do next, especially if it's coming from a trusted source and what we're being told to do next is a solution to a pain or a need we have. 
So when I go to an expert, I literally want to say, tell me what to do. You all know I've been working with a weight loss coach. I've talked about that a bunch throughout my podcast episodes. And oftentimes when we're talking, shout out to Corinne Crabtree. She's my weight loss coach. And oftentimes when we're talking, I'll say, okay, Corinne, tell me, what do I do here? I've got this problem. Like, what do I do? Like, she'll kind of laugh because she wants me to figure it out. But oftentimes I do look to her like, what do I do in this situation? And so when she does give me the answer, I love it. I have to still go do the work, but I love getting the marching orders from her because it's a place that I don't feel steady. It's not my expertise. I need extra support, all that stuff. So that's how your audience feels with you as well. Consider yourself a guide, a trusted authority that they are looking to for answers. And remember that they're looking to you as the go-to source. And if you're not constantly putting micro conversions in front of your audience, you are not going to be their go-to source. Give them their marching orders. So incredibly important. They want to be told what to do. That's why I've added in this whole other part to microconversions in that help them change their thoughts and their decisions in the way they think about certain situations related to what you teach, give them the microconversion there, and then get them to take action by diving into it a little bit deeper by clicking something and doing something so that they know what to do next. So I guess my last thought is just give them their marching orders. They want to be told what to do from you. And if you tell them what to do and they continually see little results that lead to big results, they're coming back for more, especially coming back for more when you have something to sell. I know you're focused on marketing and selling your digital products, but I know many of you also have physical products and I want to talk about Shopify. Shopify is a user-friendly commerce platform that helps you, my dear online entrepreneur, build an online store and make more sales at any stage of your business. They're the force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, Brooklinen, and millions of other businesses at every size. Let me tell you why Shopify is an online entrepreneur's dream platform. It's because it helps turn your browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout experience. In fact, it converts 36% better compared to other leading e-commerce platforms. Yeah, loving that. And I don't know about you, but as an online entrepreneur, my customer's experience, especially when it comes to checking out, is so important. Plus, not only do they support your customers, they support you as the entrepreneur. Shopify's award-winning help desk is there to support your success through every question and every step of the way. There's a reason Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash made easy, all lowercase. So go to shopify.com slash made easy now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. That's shopify.com slash made easy. So there you have it. I hope you found this episode valuable and I want to kind of tie it all together for you. We talked about the PS strategy and how important it is that you let people know what they should be doing in that PS in case they skimmed the entire email. And you're not only just having them click here to go watch a video, you want to keep in mind 
those thought-provoking and decision-making micro-conversions. So as you write your copy before the PS, I want you to think of the micro-conversion. What do you want to help them with in terms of thinking differently, acting differently, doing things differently? And then with that, in the PS, we are pairing together the thought-provoking micro-conversion with the action of the micro-conversion. Go do this. Give them their marching orders. So do you see how it all fits together? I hope you do, and I hope you take action with what I just taught you here. And if you're on my email list, I was very mindful about the email I wrote today to let you know we have this new episode. So I added a micro-conversion there in the body of the email, and you can guarantee, or I can guarantee, that you will see a PS in there as well. So use that as your guide. All right. Thank you so much for being here. I cannot wait to see you again next week. We have a really extra special episode where I am going to be talking to a good friend of mine. I'm not even going to give it away. She's a big deal. She's amazing. She's been on the show before. I'm bringing her back and we're going to be talking about mental health and depression to be very specific, my own battle with depression and her battle with it and how we've worked through it and overcome some of our mental health challenges as we've built our businesses online. So I think it's an extra raw and real episode. I can't wait till you tune in. And in the meantime, if you haven't done so already, make sure that you subscribe to this podcast because as I have new episodes, you will get a notification so you won't miss any episode I put out, especially the bonus episodes that I don't tend to talk about a lot through email and social. So go to iTunes or wherever you listen to this podcast and make sure you subscribe. Okay, guys, can't wait to see you here. Same time, same place next week. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to the Online Marketing Made Easy podcast at www.amyporterfield.com.